Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. So, in this book, we're supposed to be uh, going to a war. There will be swearing. Hello! Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. Today we're reading Chapter 3 of Battle Magic. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And behold, the mighty emperor Weishu Maoring Guanggong Xian, sixth of the Long Dynasty, beloved of all the gods. Chapter 3. They remove their army viewing clothes. And they go eat. And Rosethorn's like, uh, we can serve ourselves, yo. And Perihan's like, uh, if if the servants don't serve you, then they'll be like executed or something. And she's like, okay, fine. And then she she like invites Perihan to eat with them. And all the servants like, what do we do? And then she's like, uh, you serve him food. And then they get ready. So they like get into new clothes. So they've changed clothes like twice in like 10 pages. They go to meet the emperor i don't know they spend the rest of the chapter talking talking to the emperor so the emperor is like oh yes such wonderful mages blah 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 and then they're like oh yes the emperor blah 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 and the emperor asks briar if he wants to join the army and briar's like uh i'm dangerous enough as it is thanks and proves that he's a mage and then the emperor is like ah I hear you're traveling with a Yanjingi person. And so he meets Evie. She is this the one where she like plays with like the, the beads or something? No. I don't think so. She just oh, it's very the... excited about rocks. She's like, rocks is so cool. <laughs> That's right. It's cool it's because it was like it's somebody's got like jewelry or something. But uh, it's it's, it's the rings. emperor. It's his ring. Yeah. Yeah, his rings. He's like, tell me what my rings say. And she's like, like your you. rings really like you. They love you so much. They're so old. Oh, wait, sorry. I didn't mean to call you old. Please don't kill me. Yeah. And he's all very nice to them. And Parahan tries to kill one of the mages. It just trip. trip. <laughs> I was going to say him. he did not try and kill him. He acted like he was going to trip him. <laughs> and he thought it was funny. Something happens at oh, the Emperor. Yeah. You, somebody gets announced in, and what the Emperor's like, um, you know my little pet's Parahan. He's going to entertain you while I take care of this. Yeah, and then and then they're like shooed out of a back door because there's something yeah. about how like they're presented in this magnanimous fashion and then they're like quickly shooed away. Like, get out of here.
part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about this chapter. I think that the first thing that we have to talk about, because I keep bringing it up because I think it's hilarious, is army viewing clothes. <laughs> and quite frankly, just the number of times that they change clothes. It's just yeah. royal court hoity-toity bullshit. Because <laughs> I remember I- it in cold fire there's something about like people like changing clothes for dinner and dasha was like what the hell this is stupid i this is i genuinely think they have changed clothes more in this like hour or so over time than they did the entirety of will of the empress (laughs) (laughs) which is saying something like Because there was a lot of talk about clothes and Will of the Empress, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, y'all. Instead of going to war, Emperor Weishu and Empress Baronine should compete by having a fashion show. <gasps> I was literally thinking that. <laughs> Rose Thorne is used to being a servant, right? She's used to waiting on people. And mm-hmm. she's not used to being waited on and she doesn't feel very comfortable being waited on. And she's like, I, I have hands. I can like take care of myself. It's fine. Um, and this reminded me a lot of the book Just Ella, which is um, a retelling of Cinderella, but it, it's, it starts at the end of Cinderella. So she's like in the castle about to marry the prince and she hates it because like people are dressing her and like, and 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 she's like supposed to wake the maids when the fire goes out, and she's like, I I can just get the fire going myself. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. Have you read that book? A long time ago, I remember reading it. I don't really recall a lot about it, but I real I, I do remember reading it. I I recall a handful of things, and that's one of them. On page thirty seven, Rose Thorn calls Briar her boy. I know. <laughs> you will recall that on Street Magic street magic and or briar's book i said i love every time she calls him her boy that that was spoilers for this book i'm pretty sure it happens a lot in this one i'm not crying you are the master of presentations is apparently wearing more i more eye makeup than evie and rose thorn put together it's a lot of eye makeup a lot of eye makeup laying it on thick see fashion show i think it would work it's a good way to settle your differences (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We we can we can get all the competing out, but then we can still like love each other and 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 celebrate this shared interest in fashion. Yeah. And clothing and makeup. Great. On page 41, Evie says that she wants to be Rose Thorn when she grows up. Which is Same. fun because Me too. don't we all? Uh <laughs> which is fun because in Melting Stones she says she wants to be Luva when she grows up. Mm-hmm. But also Given the course of melting stones, like Evie is well on track to becoming Rosethorn. Yes. Mm-hmm. They mentioned the Urhu and the Pipa. Those are real instruments. Real Chinese That's cool. instruments. I will spend a couple of minutes talking about those. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you I... don't want to listen to me nerd out about music, <laughs> musical instruments, especially historical significance of musical instruments then you'll want to skip over my parts <laughs> i i'm very excited about you telling us more i went down a like i i spent like an hour on youtube just watching videos uh also it made me want to re-watch kubo in the two strings if anybody hasn't seen it because he plays here holy shit that movie is so good so good on page 45 briar I shake to think of the mischief I could find with conventional weapons. Yes. That's a mood. Just yes. That is a literally, mood. Literally me. Oh my god. <laughs> um, And, uh, I, you know, it's called battle magic. We might see him with conventional weapons. We might not. We don't really have to. He's gonna fuck shit up. We already know. I that. could be trusted with high explosives. It's fine. Goodwin, I'm going to be honest. I would trust you with high explosive before I would trust anybody else in this group with high explosives. That is the nicest thing you have ever said to me. And then the last one I have is on page 47, Briar wonders if his spine is going to curve from all the bowing. (laughs) Yes. Right in the beginning, the first and second 
paragraphs of Tamar Pierce talking about Rose Thorn and like Tamar Pierce's strength is writing character interactions with like fun, interesting characters. Seeing how Rose Thorn can like get the attention of, know how to like work around the servants that are serving everyone food and like ignoring Parahan. And, like, getting them to do it without actively, like, having to tell them to do it. Just, like, getting their attention. And, like, we, we know that Rose Thorn would know how to do this because she's been around this sort of stuff. She doesn't love it, but she's been there. And, like, I, I, Tamara Pierce's ability, like, I feel like her strength is just, like, these character-to-character interactions when there's, like, a bunch of people in the same room. Like she 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 knows what she's doing and she's really great at it. Evie pouting when she gets her new meal after having her cake and uh candy and berries <laughs> taken away. And then she gets twice cooked fish, water reed shoots, and sliced turnips and sauce. And just her I know it. that feel. Oh my goodness. Malia, the, feel of, I... the feel of Evie or the feel of Rose Thorn? The feel of Rose Thorn, my child, if I let her choose what she wants to eat, she would also be choosing stuff that would just rot her teeth out as well. Like, <laughs> girl, you've got to eat actual food. You can't just eat junk all the time. But mommy, that's not fair. I don't want to eat that. It doesn't taste as good. That's too bad. They do it. eat it and then they're like, this is delicious. Right? Evie's pouting about fish. Malia's like, I don't like fish. And I tell her it's chicken, and she's like, ooh, I have two pieces of it. It's so good. I'm like, guess what? You just It was fish. fish. <laughs> it was fish the whole time. Oh, fish is good. Like, yeah, I know you like fish. And then the next time we eat it, she's like, I don't like fish. I'm like, girl, I know better. You like fish. She doesn't say it, but uh, Rose Thorn kind of feeling like being waited on itched in all the places where her vows had become part of her. Mm-hmm. Like she, she's clearly like that, a public servant first, you know. That fucking line is beautiful. Because mm-hmm. we know her. We're like, yeah, she doesn't like this. Yeah. Briar winking at Rose Thorn and making her smile. Oh, what a good son. Mm-hmm. We already talked about the. He was her boy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was her boy. The Emperor has an interesting name. Weishu is like one of the most important like stories in like ancient Chinese literature. Oh. The story of Wei. Uh Maurin didn't find anything for that. And I'm just using Google, by the way. Uh, Maurin didn't stand for anything as far as I could tell. Uh Guang Gong is uh the name given to one of the generals of Lu Bei from also the Warring States period in, in ancient China. Uh, Xi'an. No, it's Kurdish origin. But yeah, it, very clearly Chinese-inspired in case that wasn't obvious enough already. Yeah, I didn't know all those things about the different names. Yeah. Briar wondering if uh, the Emperor had m- his voice magic to sound good. And then thinking like, uh, I'm being petty. It's fine. But was he though? Man, I mean, got, yeah, got, like, like you know. I could definitely see that being the being the case. Also, do do we know how old Wei Shu was? Fifty. Yeah, like I said, he was fifty. Forties. Because nope, I mean, 50. it said fifty. Okay. <laughs> he surely has also some kind of magical cosmetics or something to make him look younger. Yeah. I don't know it if it specifies anything about that. I don't remember, but. He doesn't just have a retinue of mages for fun. Like he, I'm sure he makes them do stuff to make them look better and sound better. Talking about how Rose are like staying in bed until noon. Literally me today. I did that. <laughs> I think it was sarcasm, but yes. <laughs> well, I stayed up till noon. I, I stayed up till noon. <laughs> I can't even do that anymore. The kid, even the weekends I don't have the kids. I'll wake up at 5.30, like I do when I go to work. I'm like, why am I awake? Yeah, Allie, I can sleep in. Allie does the same thing. 
Like she can like I used to not be that way. I used to be able to sleep in, stay up late. I can't stay up late anymore. Like I start getting I'm getting old. I don't like it. <laughs> I yeah, go to dude. bed early and get up early. My sleep schedule's been so fucked since like work's been slow. Like I'm just like sending emails at like two in the morning. It's 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 bad. Mm. Briar thinking about Rose Thorn again. Someone who for someone who hates this stuff. Uh, she does it really well. Yeah, Rose Thorn just being very uh, gracious. A- again, with the Parahan trying to trip the mage, and the mage just being like, "Don't, don't even, don't even try." And he's just, yeah, he's just smiling, like, <laughs> "Just kidding, just a prank, bro. It's fine." Uh, what? Why? Why do you? Why do you take these things so personally? Yeah, God, <laughs> I'm literally chained up. He's got, you know, he's he's trying to have some fun. As, as much as a prisoner in golden shackles can have, right? Yeah. <laughs> the the first thing was the uh, the not presenting them immediately is like a, a a show of power. It's like I'm sorry, I'm super busy. I had to take care of something important first. Oh goodness! And then like shoes them out the back door. Like you're not even important enough to like keep around. Fuck off now. <laughs> I'm done with you. I put, quote, army viewing clothes, end quote, lol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I know what it's about, but the only note I have is Rose Thorn is a boss bitch. But yeah, it's the uh, being able to bully people around by looking at them. It's just so cool, guys. It's just so cool. Okay. One note says Briar and Rose Thorn with a little heart. And then the yeah. next one says Briar and Rose Thorn. Lol. <laughs> I'm not sure the differential like the differential between these two, but also I feel that's a good summification of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The note of we stan a bisexual queen. All hail Rose Thorn. Mm-hmm. All hail. <laughs> <laughs> Evie wants to be like Rose Thorn when she grows up. Me too, Evie. Me too. Me three. For some reason, Briar liking the Angini music tracks for me. Like that makes sense, and I'm not sure why. Well, he didn't like Young Sheen music, so you know. Yeah. He must like sh- like something shortly. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Briar, a nice, respectable boy. <laughs> yeah. As far as you know. I already get into plenty of trouble with plants. I shake to think of the kind of mischief I would find with conventional weapons. Yep. I feel that truer words have never been said by Briar. Yeah. Stone gets pretty bored. Huh, Evie, is that relatable to you? <laughs> and 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 then there's the the matched set comment Mm. oh yeah 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 bro okay Mm. now here's where the music comes in listen i love that she picked the pippa and the because for those who are not familiar these are stringed instruments um traditional chinese stringed instruments uh you find several iterations across most of asia with different names with different body styles like the one i most commonly think of is the uh mongolian version and i cannot hold i'm actually going to look that up because i can't think right now uh i'm going to butcher it kercher um it's essentially known as the horse head fiddle like Mm -hmm. this this is the mongolian version and oh my god it's beautiful i loved it like this is this is music man (laughs) The, the the ability to create the vast variety of sounds out of two strings yeah thing 
it is most traditionally played alone, but have been featured in like orchestras and stuff like that. The Erhu is one of the more popular of is the most popular of the two. The Pippa is kind of more shaped like it's kind of shaped like a lute, for lack of a better way to put it. It, it has been played for over two thousand years. Like this is a wow. household item. Like there, yeah, this is just it's been used since the Song Dynasty. There we go. But the thing that I wanted to bring up specifically in this, not just to talk about my love for music for 20 minutes, is that these are referred to as silk instruments, meaning they are played with silk strings. The wealth of the people who typically play a traditional one there there are reasons that like for a long time these were court instruments for emperors and such like silk strings are not cheap uh, especially not as far back as these go but yeah i just it's another i feel this is another show of like wealth and power that he has yeah for these to be in his court well, and one of the things that I heard on one of the videos I watched is that the, like, box on the Urhu is mm-hmm. traditionally made of python skin. Yeah. So I feel like that mm. is also a bit of a, mm. Mm, this, is, this isn't this is as easily obtained material. No. no, this is, this, these instruments are insane. Um, I like that um, Farhan got Evie to talking about her magic and she was so distracted that she was even eating her vegetables. <laughs> so cute. Like, hmm, I need to distract my children <laughs> so they also eat their vegetables. I like when Briar keeps stealing Rose Thorn's food. It's like, it's bad manners to leave this wonderfully cooked food on the plate and you're toying with it and he just keeps eating her food. <laughs> He's great. He's Good so great. Son. Like, I don't blame him. Like, hey, you're not eating this food and it's delicious. I'm going to eat it then because well, I don't have no more. So let me eat it. I also feel like that is a uh, he's protecting her in a way, because like if she doesn't eat her food, because we we know that like this bitch died, not like it's not she's not good. And so I think it's kind of like that. Uh. You're just playing with your food when she's not hungry to to make her not come across as weak to the servants so it doesn't get back yeah. to the emperor. So I think there's two twofold for that. Yeah, it makes me wonder because like we talked about Briar's response when Wei Shu's like, oh, do you want to like join the army and all this? And like, does Briar know does Wei Shu know how dangerous Briar is? Because Barony knew exactly how dangerous all of them were. Well, mostly. (laughs) She still underestimated them. But uh, it it makes me wonder how much he already knows about them. Yeah. Um, My next one is when they're fixing to go meet with the Emperor. And uh, Rose Thorn is teasing Evie and Briar. It's like, of course, I still only have to wear a shift and a single robe. And Evie's like, no! <laughs> what a jerk Rose Thorn is. We 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 f- we we now know the true reason why Evie wanted to become a dedicate. Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> like, I don't have to wear all this shit no more. I can just wear the single thing when I go to fancy places. It's fine. I mean, legit. I mean, yeah, same. <laughs> My next one is a dislike. I feel like last chapter we were talking about gilded cages. Mm-hmm. And this chapter, he, Parahan literally has a gilded cage. Parahan's like, that one over there? Like, pointing out the cage. He's like, oh my gosh, this is so horrible. A cage with a little chamber pot in there. So everyone just gets to watch you do your business. Is so demeaning. I it's, thought he was joking at first. I was like, is that, no. are you just joking? No. 
No, it's horrible. And And later on, like, yeah, when I'm not busy with you guys, I just get put into this little cage here. Like, oh my god. It's horrible. I would go batshit. Just batshit insane. The way he's literally in a gilded cage. The way that people treat prisoners of war is appalling. But apparently that's an upgrade. Yeah. That's what he said. So yeah. that's the word. Right? That's an upgrade. That makes it worse. I know. Oh, this is bad. I thought Baronine was bad. This is real bad. This mm-hmm. is so bad. So bad. And my next one is another dislike where um they get to the Emperor and Briar notices looks over and sees Parahan knelt on the floor and he had an addition to his wardrobe which is a chain that's fastened to the collar, and then that chain goes and wraps around the emperor's left wrist. Like, it's a dog. It's like Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia. Yeah. This man is treating another human being as if they were a pet? I, I don't, or, a, I don't know. An animal? It's cruel and i don't like it it's very bad it's very very bad doesn't it's giving yikes it's giving bad a little bit and i usually um i like all right i love the villains they're so great i aspire to be them this is a a whole (laughs) new level like i i don't want to be treating prisoners uh, as dogs, I, mm, that's a little too far. Murdering children, fine, sure, whatever. But but treating <laughs> but at least humans you just kill dogs—that's crossing a line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Circle of Magic has a fair amount of antagonists, but I feel like it only has two like true villains. Yeah, yeah. Evil. Yeah. yeah. There are two big monsters in this entire series. And I feel like we have met the second one now. But do you, I wonder if you agree with me about who the first one is. Lady Zanadia, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't sure if somebody was going to be like, uh, Baronine. But I, I, mean, I no. even Baron, her, it's. Baronine yeah. is a not... psycho, but. <laughs> she's not evil. No, she's, she's, she's. She's just trying to keep Sandry there. I mean. I, I can yeah. see it from. She's both a sides. shrewd politician, which is the she nicest is. thing you can say about her. But she's not yeah. evil. She's not mur- getting kids yeah. to murder each there's, other in the street. Yeah, so, right. There's, you know. there's a lot of political machinations behind why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah, and she doesn't really seem to take pleasure in people's pain. But yeah. Weishu and Zanadia, mm-hmm. really? Yes. Yeah. For sure. anyway my next one is a like um we read it in our uh, excerpt last week where briar says yeah she has trained me very well i learned manners under many blood-curdling threats i like the response to it from the emperor saying she does not seem so terrifying to me and briar's like she fools a lot of people that way (laughs) she does She's perfectly pleasant when she has to. Uh huh. Well, you piss her off, you know. You're gonna get caught in her brambles. Uh-oh. Her thorns, her rose thorns. Mm. Uh, this rose has thorns, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yep. There it is. Why? It, it was, was literally, right there. literally, literally right there. her name right yeah. there. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Goodwin. That was not a wrinkle. That was a smooth brain move. Very smooth. (laughs) Very smooth. (sighs) My next one is when Evie starts getting all excited about rocks and stuff. Briar thought he might swell up completely with pride in her. He loves his students so much. He really does. Um, And this one was already mentioned, but again, where... uh, the emperor says, the leash may come off. Oh, he was going to be a king, but his uncle sell, sold him, and now we're looking for his sister so I can have a matching set. Like This man, this man, oh my goodness. That's fucked. 
that. Again, just treating this person like he's not even a person. I, I just need a matching set. I'm like that's crazy. The fuck? The fuck? Like my guy. Oh my god. Fun times. Fun times. Yes. This is gonna be great. Sure. I don't see any problems happening in the future. I don't see any problems happening. Um, there's not gonna be any war with this with this uh emperor guy. Everything's super chill, everything's super calm. No, nope. I don't know. It's called battle magic because they have a bat a faction battle. A faction battle? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We watch a lot of like the couture fashion shows with some of the most <laughs> ridiculous shit. I just imagine like two walkways, one for each uh, <laughs> and at the end they like turn and they look at each other and it's like and then they walk back like yes, <laughs> or they make some kind of like at each other and then walk back no 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 they're gonna do like drag race and they're gonna lip sync for their life. <laughs> <laughs> lip sync to fucking zither music. Yeah, except Whip that, that, that uh, they're gonna have to lip sync to each other's music. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. so the, oh, the Yen Xingyi yeah. one is gonna have to lip sync to the Name Ornese music and then the Name Ornese person's gonna have to lip sync to the Yen Xingyi music. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like this. Mm, I'm down for this. Yes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? Mine is pretty close to the one I got last week, except it's ceremony and tradition this time. That was mine as well. 
mine was mm. ceremony because it's, it's it's just a bunch of yeah oh are you pulling an indie are you pulling an indie no way no yes way. let's go <laughs> i wrote humility and lack thereof oh, oh bro but yeah because briar and co have to be very humble because the ever is not humble and then there's parahan oh, yeah. being humbled that was good yeah that's a good one part three of our three-step reading process well that was fast. like a mage that was really fast it's so fast part two is so fast that that's how we do sometimes though i know it i was gonna say two tends to be our fastest it does yeah. One tends to be our longest and two tends to be our shortest. Well, I just feel kind of bad because, but this one is like shorter than <laughs> our short ones, though. <laughs> it's so like a like, minute long. Music. Oh, this is what it is. Music again, like, okay. <laughs> that was really fast. All right. I mean, if we want, I could just cut the two of them together. But no, because then that breaks up the formula. We've every single yeah. episode has been like that. We can't change it up now because it's gonna be a couple seconds long. Molly, you should leave this in there so it's a little bit long. We gotta pad out time, okay? We need we need Just we need time bit. for our ads to play. Um <laughs> let's talk about zither zithers and other Chinese instruments some more. Or who's yeah. It does. I, I kind of interrupted you with your part three. I was talking yeah. over you. So yeah, you so I'm going to have to leave this it. in here anyway. Dun, yeah, dun, dun. So. <laughs> yeah. Part three of our three step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? I apparently crafted finger guns. <laughs> mine i feel is pretty uh poignant of uh the state of the world in general but also kind of a reminder for me that putting a man in shackles does not mean he is tame mm, i love that um i feel like sometimes we forget that kindness is not weakness and that taking advantage of someone's kindness is not uh, not good because you you don't know what's going to happen when they reach the end yeah. of that that patience. Just because you have had your kindness and your accepting and your patience and your love tested over and over again finally lashing out does not make you a bad person there was a quote i read some time ago where it was i want my anger to be a weapon my kindness is not weakness my kindness is love and so the moment i am angry i want it to be weighty and heavy that is something i have been trying to work towards i'm i feel like i'm a much kinder person than i used to be but at the same time i feel like my anger is still very volatile in places and so i need to work on that i also feel like we should just not put people in chains i mean that seems like a good plan that's that we yeah, shouldn't that's just ruin people's lives because we have the money and power and ability i mean to... i can think of a few people's lives lives who could use some ruining i mean yeah but they're the people who already have the money and the power yeah i'm, I'm not gonna get much more than that i've already <laughs> lost two friends this week so <laughs> we don't need to isolate your listeners so <laughs> mine is right again talking about rose thorn wow good guess <laughs> for someone who hates this stuff Briar thought with pride she does it really well mm-hmm. uh, I know I can seem very like forward and open and like happy and like able to talk to people and stuff but like it's really not not something I enjoy you can't tell I guess it's because I'm just that good at it 
but I, <laughs> like I, I am just happy being alone at home, hanging out, watching TV, playing video games, talking to people, <laughs> but like meeting new people and like being cordial and everything. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really good at it. I'm, I'm good at it, but that doesn't mean that I enjoy doing it. Like I can be professional. I can do my job well. Because my job involves literally talking to every single person involved in buying or selling a home. I'm great at it. The job can be kind of contentious sometimes. It's rare that I ever have an issue with another agent. I do it well, but it's it's not my favorite thing. Which is sort of a weird thing to say for, like, you know, what is essentially my career. But everything besides the talking to people part, I, I love. Like, I love seeing houses. I love seeing the conditions they're in. I love getting someone a good deal. I, I enjoy watching someone get, like, a home and be like, hey, we live here now. Like, we're earning equity. This was a good financial decision. We love it. Thank you. And it's like, yeah! Yay! I love it! I love it! That's why I do it. But, like, I I I don't like... Talking to people is not my favorite thing. Especially new people. It's just... But, uh, I... I it felt like that was calling me out. I, I literally put... <laughs> literally me was my, my note on that. On that. Uh, sentence but yeah I, I could relate to it mine's kind of in the same vein um it's just about like how sometimes you just have to like be fake because power issues sometimes you have to pretend to be humble and modest and little and, and weak and stupid and whatever because the people in power kind of expect you to be and I absolutely detest that. I also detest small talk, and I'm not good at it. When people small talk with me, it's usually like, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Okay, I'm going to go now. End of conversation. <laughs> like, it's just like, pause, beat, beat. Okay. I hate small talk. I hate having to be fake. And I hate having to be fake because there's somebody else in power who won't accept that I may be more knowledgeable or more whatever than them. Yeah. And sometimes you have to do it. Sometimes you have to bow down to the person who thinks they're the emperor, whether or not they are. Ain't that the truth. So mine comes from where Rose Thorn is having... Parahan be served. They usually wouldn't do that kind of thing for him because he is not a regular guest. <laughs> He's a slave. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, uh, I don't like this. This is weird. I don't know. It made me feel like on a smaller scale, a lot smaller scale, like if we see people that aren't being included in things, like, like hey, come over here. We, we, we're going to include you in this because I catch myself doing that a lot. Like, oh, well, these people don't want to talk to that person. So I'm not going to talk to them either because then I would look weird if I Brittany. talk to them or something. So Brittany. I'm going to include them too. What? That is literally how we became friends. <sighs> what you're describing is literally how we became friends. <laughs> I guess I do that already. So I need to do it more because I might find another friend. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter four of Battle Magic. So the audiobook is one person, which is highly disappointing because we're used to multicast audio. Yes. And I am positive that they did a full cast audio of this book and that I listened to a section. And this section is the section that I'm very, very sure that I heard. Rosethorn had to wonder if she was meant by her gods to spend her entire visit to the Winter Palace in a towering state of vexation. For one thing, when the Emperor said they would visit his gardens, he meant that he, Rosethorn and Briar, as well as a gaggle of mages and courtiers, watched as gardeners dealt with the plants. If she even touched one, the gardeners hovered as if they feared she might break it. For another thing, she and Briar had been forced to wear silk again today because they were in the imperial presence. She should have known that they would not be allowed to get dirty when the maids placed silk clothes before them that morning. Third, 
She was deeply unhappy with the mages who dragged, who dogged their tracks. They drowned the voices of the wind and the leaves and flowers of the garden with the constant click of their strings of beads. She had heard that Eastern mages favored beads imprinted with spells and strung together to be worn on neck and wrist. She had seen local mages twirling short strings of spell beads during their journey down from Ice Lion Pass. Court mages wore ropes of them. Apparently, Rosethorn and Briar in a garden were considered far more dangerous than Rosethorn and Briar in a throne room. As if we couldn't have turned those potted plants into weapons, Rosethorn thought as the breeze carried another burst of hollow clicks to her ears. She rounded on the mages. I can't hear a thing these plants say with that unending noise, she informed them. All around her, the emperor's prized roses brought at great expense from far Sharon and raised more carefully than most children, trembled and reached for her across the stone borders of the path. The courtiers shrank closer together, terrified of touching those priceless blooms. Weishu looked on, his face emotionless. Briar raised his hands to both sides of the path. The roses halted their movement and waited, trembling. Rosethorn had not taken her eyes off the mages. What were you? What are you doing with those things? She demanded. I'm not working magic. If you were, you couldn't distract me with your noisemakers. They're not noisemakers, said the youngest of them, a woman. Our magic is inscribed in the marks on each bead. The greater the mage, the more inscriptions, the more spells on a bead, and the more beads. Rosalind squinted at the ropes that ran through the woman's fingers the small bone-white beads that made up the bulk of her wrist and neck strings, as well as those of her fellow mages, were etched with minuscule ideographs. In between those beads were others, some brown glass inscribed with Yanjingi characters, some white porcelain with heaven-blue characters and figures, some carnelian with engraving on the surface. As I said, I am not using magic. Would you do me a favor and be quiet? She asked as patiently as she knew how. The plants tell me how they're doing when I can hear them. Even if I did magic, I strongly doubt that you would detect it, you academic prancer, she thought. Like most ambient mages, Rosethorn had little patience for those who drew their power from their own bodies and worked it through spells, though she had studied academic magic in her youth. Is Nansher Briar not using magic? An older mage asked. Not only did this man have two long ropes of beads in his hold, but there were spell figures tattooed onto his hands and wrists. Unlike Briar's, this man's tattoos were motionless. Briar lowered his hands. I asked them to stop trying to help Rosethorn. Rosethorn let her own power flow into the bushes, calming the roses. As she suspected, not one of the Yanjingi mages so much as twist, so much as twitched. Ambient magic was not only rare here, it was unknown. She called her power back into herself and looked at Weishu. If you would like me to tell you if they are well, I must be able to concentrate your imperial majesty, she explained. I see you think I am deluded, claiming to hear the voices of plants. Don't your priests hear the voices of ghosts and mountains? Ghosts were once men. And our mountains are ancient, Weishu said. Blossoms live but a season, and plants a few years at best. Perhaps some of our oldest trees have voices, or the spirits within them do. But it takes ages for living things to gain the wisdom of human beings. Around them, everyone around them but Briar murmured their agreement. Rosethorn bit her lip rather than call them all fools. Royalty, their pet mages, and their pet nobles seemed to think they knew everything. The mages she was used to dealing with knew instead that they were just beginning to scrape the surface of the world. And what about you? She asked herself as she followed the emperor along the garden's main path. Weren't you starting to think you had all the answers before Nico brought Briar and the girls to Winding Circle? Before their magic started to combine? We all learned there was no predicting how their power would turn out. We couldn't have guessed that four 11-year-olds could shape the power of an earthquake, or that one girl's metal flower would take root and bloom in a copper vein of ore, or that those children would pull me back from death itself. I could never have dreamed some of the ways Briar has learned to shape his magic, or Evie hers. I needed shaking up. We all did. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us. Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. 
You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. So, part three. This is the part where we talk about our feelings. Yeah, I mean, it is. (laughs) Quite frankly. I like that. I think we should just stick with that. Talk Um, about our feelings. Number three. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.